0: Thank you for tuning in to The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle and Ex-Lesbian Podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. Okay, so I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about my morning, and maybe you have been through this before, or maybe you oftentimes go through this. So my morning, I wake up and I know that I need to spend time with God, and then I have other things that I have to do that day, okay? And so what I ended up doing was instead of going straight to God I went straight to Instagram, right? And so I'm scrolling through Instagram, I'm going through people's stories, and then all of a sudden, what starts creeping in? All of the things that I lack in life, right? How many times do we scroll through Instagram and we see other people who have what we think we need or the things that we desire, and instead of being happy for them, maybe we are happy for them. But it also at the same time, makes us start to feel kind of down in the dumps. And I know that I'm not the only person that struggles with this, right? But what happens is the enemy uses this to push his agenda in your life. What do I mean by that? So you get up and instead of going to your Bible, instead of spending time in worship with God, you start flipping through social media. And then all of a sudden the enemy starts putting these thoughts in your mind about how much you suck and how much you don't have what they have and how much, you know, um, how, how you know, you've been waiting for this and they got it before you and, you know, it's not fair and how come it's not happening for you. And then all of a sudden you go through this whirlwind in your mind of doubt and fear and frustration. And for some people it leads to depression And for some people, it leads to, further further than that, suicidal thoughts, right? So you can wake up in the morning being like, this is what I'm going to do because I know I need to do it, right? Spending time with God. But instead of doing that, we make one bad decision. And it's not a big bad decision, right? We're just like, oh, not a big deal. I'm just going to let me just scroll real quick. But... In reality, it is a bad decision because it takes you down a rabbit hole that sometimes it's really hard to get out of. And so I ended up going down this rabbit hole. Next thing you know, I don't feel like doing anything, right? I got stuff I got to do today. I didn't feel like doing any of it. I told myself all the reasons as to why um, the things that I had to do wasn't going to be fun, right? Like I just went down this negative, um, this negative mindset. And what I did was, I pushed myself to get up anyway and get dressed, go do what I had to do, um, and I ended up having a lot of fun. But on the way, I did what I didn't feel like doing. I put on my worship music, right? And I love, again, I tell you guys this all the time, I love listening to Stephanie singer, right? Um, so her with like, um, what is it, like Maverick City music, right? Them or just other different things where it's just real deep worship or spontaneous worship. Waymaker came on, right? And so now it's like I'm pushing past my feelings into the presence of God and God begins to uplift me. The Holy Spirit begins to um, um, encourage me and I begin to get back into that right mindset. But it can be so difficult being on this teeter totter almost of, of feelings, right? One minute you're up, the next minute you're down and you know what you need to do, right? You know that you need to spend time with God. Like God will, the Holy Spirit will touch you. He will, he will push you in the right direction. He will put on your mind that thing that you need to do, but are we going to listen to it or not listen to it? Okay. And so in that negative headspace, I really thought about, um, doubt and fear. And what the enemy was telling me was, because you're doubting, because you are in fear of whatever it is, it won't happen for you. It won't come through for you because of your doubt, because of your fear, And then so when I got home today and opened up my Bible, I went to Romans chapter four and God does what he does best. He encouraged me. And I want to encourage you with this. If you're struggling with doubt and fear and your faith, if you're struggling with uh, doubt and your faith going back and forth, back and forth, Romans chapter four, verse 19, it says this. And Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though at about 100 years of age he figured his body was as good as dead. And so was Sarah's womb. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger, and in this he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. I listened to that, i read that. But what popped into my mind was the story of Abraham, how, yeah, God told him, hey, I'm gonna make you the father of many nations, I'm gonna do this thing in your life. But he figured that his body was as good as dead, right? Sarah's womb, she thought was closed. And what happened in that story? Sarah said, Abraham, look, Let's just help God, right? Let's help God and have um, have relations with my maidservant. And through that child, um, God's promises will be fulfilled. That sounds like a lot of doubt. That sounds like a lot of fear and trying to take matters into their own hands. But still, the Bible says that Abraham's faith did not weaken. And even more than that, god did what god promised he was going to do in abraham's life one thing i want to point out is that god knew before abraham messed up and tried to fix it on his own before sarah said hey i have a i have a remedy for this problem god already knew what abraham and sarah were going to do but god made that promise anyway and called abraham anyway if God knew that you were going to screw up, mess up, that you were going to have your doubts, that you were going to have your fears, and he still called you and he still said, hey, I got this thing for you. I'm going to put this, this, this desire in your heart and I'm going to tell you that I'm going to come through for you. Don't you think that he knows all of your weaknesses? Don't you think that he knows all of your fears? And if he still called you, that means that he's still going to do it for you. So then I had to ask myself, well, what is the difference between those that don't see the promise and those that do? What is the difference between Abraham and Sarah and myself? What God is speaking to me about, okay, in in my life is that in spite of their doubt in spite of their fear they still clung to the promise they still said but god they still said but he promised so i'm going to i'm going to stay here right i'm not going to go backwards i'm going to stay in this place in spite of how i feel and so when i look into my life in spite of my ups and downs of my feelings I'm still here. I'm still saying yes to God. Even in my frustration, even in my anger, even in my confusion, doubt and fear, I'm still saying, God, I'm I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. I'm still holding on to your hand even though I'm frustrated. I'm still following God. I'm still a believer. I'm still doing what he's telling me to do in spite of the things that I feel on the inside that might be a counter, uh, counterproductive, like, like my thoughts being counterproductive to the things that God wants me to do. But I do my best to put my, my, my flesh into under the submission of the Holy Spirit, under the submission of God. And that is a battle. It is a battle. If, if, If you think that that people of faith don't struggle with this, come on, that's a lie. It's a lie, and I hope that this encourages you because the enemy will do all that he can do. He will do all that he can do to try to keep you down. So whatever it is that he's telling you to keep you down you have to realize you have to make that choice to say okay even though i may have gone down this negative rabbit hole a little bit i'm going to do my best like god help me to get out of here because the battles that you face those battles that are bigger than you those battles that are stronger than you um that you cannot fight in your own might those battles they belong to god and so it's not for you to always figure out it's not for you to always fix and say, okay, I got this. It's not for you to always know the timeline. God just says, trust me and hold my hand. You're going to walk through fire, but it will purify you. You're going to go through the wind, the storms and all of that stuff. But you know what? It's going to make you stronger into the woman of God, into the man of God that I've called you to be. So just don't give up. So when the enemy tells you, oh, because you've doubted, Oh, because you have this fear, God's not going to come through. That is a lie of the enemy. It's a lie of the enemy. Those that have fears and doubts and they totally walk away from God. Okay, that's a whole nother ball game. But if you're struggling, but you're still remaining, maybe you aren't running like you used to, maybe you aren't even walking like you used to, but you're just doing the slow crawl and that's all that you could do, but you're doing a stroke crawl in the right direction, then amen, I am so proud of you. I am so proud of you for even turning this podcast on, for listening to this on YouTube. I am proud of you because you are trying to make a step in the right decision in spite of what you feel, in spite of your circumstances and situation. So, Father God, I pray right now for my brother and for my sister, Father God. I pray right now, Father God, that you just come through, Father God, for them in a mighty way. Strengthen them, Lord Jesus. I ask, Father God, that you just open the eyes of their understanding, Father God, that that you make a way out of no way, Father God. Bring into their lives godly men and women. Encourage them right now, Father God. Send angels, Father God, to comfort them and, 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 and to give them the wisdom that they need to minister to them and strengthen their bones, Father God. Lord Jesus, show them, Father God, that your word is true and that you are mighty, Father God, and that no weapon formed against them shall prosper, Father God. It doesn't matter what demons that they face, no matter how ingrained those demons are in their life, Father God, that you have victory over everything, that you've said that we, Father God, will crush the serpent, Father God, under our feet, Father God. Oh, my Father Father God, that serpent may bruise our, heel but we will crush his head he will he will bruise your heel he will he will try to bite you and attack you and it may hurt and you may be down just for a little bit you may be struggling for a moment you may be bruised you may be beat down a little bit but you have the power over the enemy in all situations and all circumstances you will crush that enemy's head if you will just say you know what I'm going to push outside of my feelings and I'm going to do whatever it is I need to do to get into that right head space so I can get back on track. For me, man, that's turning on worship. For me, that's just, sometimes it's getting outside the house because when you're sitting in your room, ugh you can just go negative. It is what it is, right? So I hope that this encouraged you. I hope that it edified you. Thank you for tuning in to The Victory is Greater than Struggle. If you want to donate to this ministry, please do go to www.loveatthecross.com. You can check us out, see what we're all about. I absolutely love you guys. Please, if you're checking us out on podcasts, um, rate and review and if you're um and subscribe to us also on YouTube I love you guys and I'll see you next Sunday